you get the you get the shit about that uh about that uh that coach for Grambling State, fucking man, bruh. What did she did, like? Did she just clean house because they weren't performing, or I think she it's out from what I read. She just cleaned house to clean house. She just clean. Dude, I saw that like in print and quotation marks. I was old in with you. So it's like, how you gonna do them kids like that, man? Right. And then like your star, your star uh volleyball player, she like, yo, what the fuck? She's sitting there like, yo, like all I done bust my ass all this whole time I've been here, and then just to just motherfucking get cut, just cause, you know, without it's like getting fired without without cause. Yeah, like so. That's what I'm saying. Like, is she is she just saying she just want a whole new she want a whole new team? Like, or she got she got ulterior obviously she got ulterior motives. But maybe she want to get her maybe she want to get her own players in or whatever. Right. I don't know. But regardless, these are kids, man. It's a process. You don't right. cut these kids. It's still an education. Like, you know, I mean, it's pro volleyball. But let's just be honest. That's like California, like beach type for deal with like less than one percent. Of athletes or volleyball players even get to do that. So right. these kids need education and you just strip that from them because you want a new team. Right, especially your scholarship players. Like, like That's what I'm talking about. They, they banking on that shit. I hope the um the dean or the or AD or whomever a good hard looking for this thing. If she want to she want to do um, team or whatever, that's one thing. But hey, when it comes down to the education, bro, you, you don't have no justification why you got to let these kids go. That's the right. bullshit. Right. Because yeah. Well, come out and come Because now you got it. You got to have an explanation. Like yeah, like, right. Like what's your you know what's your reasoning behind behind cutting every everybody on the whole fucking team, the whole team? Who do that? The whole fucking team. Who does that, bro? Like, like, I ain't never heard no shit like that. Hell no. I thought it was a joke for a minute, just uh, just on some, just to kind of keep them on their toes. Like, okay, anybody can be cut at any time, type shit. But no. Nah. Right to get them to get them back on their game, right? Yeah. But shit, let's bring this shit in right now. Yo, welcome back to another episode of Aries Talking Sports. Yeah, it's your boy, it's your boy Smurf, your lovable asshole. You're not, it's not your normal voice that you're used to hearing. Uh, start the episode off, but uh, my boy Red, Red's the Prime Minister. You know he had to take, he had to take some time off. Actually, he's going to, uh, he's heading out and celebrating his birthday weekend. You know, it's national holiday a couple weeks ago, so so he finally taking his time off and uh, and getting some well deserved. You know, a well-deserved break, but we did bring another Aries in. We got my uh, boy Dre. What up, Dre? Dre, up, from, Dre from, hold up, Dre from Unapologetic the podcast. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. One half Unapologetic podcast, man. I appreciate y'all. Come on. So again, this is still Aries talking sports because yeah, so yeah, we you know I just celebrated my birthday yesterday. I, so I was about still... to say happy belated birthday to you, sir. Man, I appreciate it, dog. Thank you, thank you, man. Yes, I sir. It. Yes, sir. Man, we got hey, we got a lot on the docket today, bro. It's been some crazy crap, 
going on in the sports world, man. Man, listen, shit. Of course, normally, you know, we we always start with the with the young men and women. And right. Actually, we ain't even. It ain't even. It ain't even the damn. The young men and women of, of of the college world. We talking about Dabo Sweeney. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, Dabo's always been a little outspoken when it comes to the transfer portal, NIL, power, you know, power five. So, yeah. of course, he had some comments. You know, he he had an interview, and you know, he he talked about, like I said, he talked about those those three key things, and you know, he said. When it came to the transfer transfer portal, he said, uh, "If I'm consistently going out every year and adding guys from the transfer portal, I'm telling those all those guys in my locker room that I don't believe in believe in them, and that I that I think that they can't play." And like to me, I, I get where he's coming from, but I'm like at the same time, if you can go scoop you up a. Uh, you know, you, if you can scoop you up an upperclassman, or you know, or you scoop you up a, a damn a good ball player that you can add to the team, then fuck it, do it. Right, right. I don't. Wanna, I mean, I, I get it to a certain degree, but also too, wow, he's not. He's got to win ball games. He's got. He's got to try to keep his job. So when it boils down to it like this, him as a coach. He has to do whatever it is that he needs to do to make sure that his team is in the best position to win. Right. And if going to transport portal, portal, you know, year in, year out to make your team better, then what's wrong with that? Like, that's what it's for. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's saying that now until it's a five-star or a former five-star that comes knocking at Clemson door. What are you going to say then? Right. Exactly. So, I... I ain't really buying it, man. You know what I mean? Like, come right. on, man. Like, don't be, don't be a hater because right now the ball is not in your court, if you will. Right? Like, they're not getting real life, you know, transfers as far as I know. You know what I mean? And right. People aren't really checking for Clemson. Like, I, I think that wave is kind of over, personally, but we don't got to get into that. Um, right. However, however, like, it, I think it's just on the, on the wrong side of the fence as far as transfers go. I think, I, I think so, too. I'm like, you... You're pretty much like those comments are gonna they're gonna keep those you know those transfers from wanting to come to you with the way that you feel. So mm-hmm. you ain't, you ain't gonna have to worry about telling your guys in the locker room. You know I, I don't think that y'all can play because motherfuckers ain't gonna want to come to y'all no way at least transfer wise. Right, I agree. I so agree. so of course, and then he went on about the NIL, and uh, he's like, "There's no rules, no guidance, no nothing." Uh, it's out of control. It's not sustainable. It's ab- it's an absolute mess, a train wreck, and the kid and the kids are going to be the ones who suffer in the end. There there are there are going to be a lot of decisions based on short term stuff, and they're going to they're going to sacrifice long term values value of education, relationships, and connectivity. <laughs> Again, he bought. He about to, he about to, he about to fuck Clemson up with these comments. Yeah, like, like, in my opinion, in that, in that coaching, in that coaching wave, man, that coaching life or whatever you want to call it, bro, you better get with the wave, bro. If you don't, you can get motherfucking washed away, dog. 
look, as an Alabama fan, Nick Saban, Nick Saban saw he had to make some changes. And yeah. you see see how the change at quarterback came along where yeah. he he was so against having that dual threat quarterback. Dual threat. Mm-hmm. And then that shit started trickling down. We had we had Blake Sims. We had Blake Sims. I remember Blake it, Sims. You know, we had Blake Sims, but it wasn't like it was Blake Sims, he played his way, like he played his way to, you know, he played his way into the starting into that starting lineup. But then And he, and even with Blake Sims, sorry to cut you off. Even with Blake no. Sims, like let's be honest, like he still was on the leash, if you will, dog. Yeah. Like yeah. it's nothing he was like on a very short leash. Yeah, like it's nothing like we've seen, you know, with Tua and um and Hurts. So yeah. like even the other guy that y'all have now, um Bryce. Uh, so Bryce Bryce Young. Yeah, Bryce Young. So so yeah, he could he had wheels, but he didn't use them like how like how they're using them now where everybody runs the spread. But and he was he also wasn't he wasn't that accurate either. Like he right. wasn't he wasn't consistently accurate. I'll put it that way. Right. I agree. But yeah, I, like when it comes to NIL, like like these kids like these kids now, they're a hell of a lot smarter than than what we were when we were coming up in high school, and right. like and like all this shit is at their fingertips, and like they can learn the game, they can learn the game as far as like becoming a business while mm-hmm. still going to school. So he worried, and fucking that boy ain't worried about no goddamn education. He, it, it's just the it's the front of the fact that it he's scared that he's going to, he's going to lose. He's gonna lose that power over the players because of the fact that th- that now they can make their own money off their uh-huh. name, image, and likeness. And so, mm-hmm. so if they don't want to do something at practice or whatever it may be, you know, God forbid. But they they look at it with shit. You know, I still got this nil. You know, I still got this nil money. But what he don't realize is that nil money is based on the on their play, like okay. them them being on the team, them playing well, like. And then, then when it comes to the education portion, like I, I feel like if these students really, if these these student athletes really want to make sure that they not only make money but keep their money, they sit yeah. there in them classes and, and and learn, you know, learn how to how to manage that money. Yeah, it all ties into each other, man. Like you gotta yeah. be educated in order, like you said, longevity with bread. You gotta be educated in order to be educated. Obviously, at the school you gotta play, and you gotta play well. So like, I think it's just the fact of uh, him understanding. Like, I agree with you, but also too, uh, you know, having that one 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 leg up, that one up on these ch- these children, man. Like, mm-hmm. bro, you getting paid for what you do? Why can't they? And education is not enough, especially when you're born, bred, or or even molded into whatever sport that you play, man. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like, let's just be honest about it. No, you can't. Okay, your school, you're, you're the gateway to the NFL, right? Right. He's the, he's the gateway to the NFL. So I'm looking at it like this. Like, you want to, again, you want to control these kids, but hey, you don't, you got to pay to play. But guess what? They are getting paid to play. Yep. Literally now. Right. And, I, and it's, it's about damn time. Like, Sure. Yeah. Like they should have been playing these damn these kids, man. 
Come on, man. As much as much money as the NCAA and these fucking schools, the fucking NCAA is a billion dollar business. And these damn schools make millions. Right, and these damn these these universities make fucking millions and millions of dollars every year. Right. So why right. why can't why can't you pay why can't you pay these these student athletes that actually go out here and put their you know they put their they put their bodies out on the line, especially especially football. Yeah. Especially football, but even like, but even the rest of the sports, whether it's whether it's men or women. Like they go out here and they they train like they they pretty much give up they their life at of growing up to be this athlete that they're that they're mm-hmm. trying to become. Cause mm-hmm. It's not like it's not like these motherfuckers have a have an ordinary life compared to compared to like us if we were going to school where we just get our ass up go to class and we can go shoot the shit you know we can skip class if we want to or whatever like they can't do that shit. Right, because so. so much on the line, and again, like I, I agree with you again. Like, yeah, they 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 train different. They have, you know, up to this point, up to the point of college, like they've done everything they can to try to get into school, right? Yep. To get this scholarship, to get on the main stage, right? So why don't they deserve to be paid for their hard work? What got them to school is their hard work. So let them get paid for their hard work. Right now, now let's just be honest. Like parents. Think about I think about my mom and and and, and at the end of the day I didn't go pro or nothing like that but at the end of the day <clears throat> my parents put in a lot of time a lot of energy and a lot of a lot of money you know what I'm saying for me to go to these camps and and to do that type of stuff and equipment and all type of stuff you know what I'm saying when I was growing up so why 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 would I not or why would you not you know compensate these kids which in turn can help their families out right. Then, Selfish is greedy. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And then of course he he mentioned about the Power Five. He's like, I think there there's going to be a complete blow up in restructuring uh, of college athletics, especially especially football. And there's a, there needs to be. I think eventually there there will be some type of break and and another division. So I so I think he's trying to say that they're going to attempt to like put these these power five con- conferences all in one conference right or for like the, or like the top schools or whatever it, it, what? that, it, i mean you want to put these top schools in the same conference that's cool but half of these motherfuckers ain't gonna make it right so then we're gonna see a change <laughs> then we'll really see a turn in, in what and what we view, um, if anything, if you want to help, that's helping out the mid-majors, so to speak, quote unquote, yeah. if you're going to do it that way, you know what I mean? But it sounds yeah. like to me, rich get richer, you know what I'm saying? Man, oh, as a, look, as a perfect song, come on. <laughs> get paid. Yeah, right. <laughs> but, but the motherfuckers that's going to get paid, it, the motherfuckers that's going to get paid are are the school schools, and the NCAA, schools coaches, NCAA. Yeah, right. Like so, so, and then on top of that, like that we're talking about being, being in the in the in a conference with all the power schools. So let's just be honest with it, Dabo. You don't even run the ACC no more. You know what I'm saying? Like you right. don't even run the ACC no more. So what what make you? If you get into a, a conference year in year out with a Georgia, with an Alabama, 
you know what I'm saying? With with with, with teams like that with a Florida, you know, y'all beat right. your ass. Right? Don't y'all can't even y'all can't even beat NC State. Y'all can't even shit, y'all can barely beat Carolina. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like so it's like <laughs> like be be careful what you ask for, homie. You know what I'm saying? Like right. stay in conference where you got a chance when you have a, a chance to run through it, but you saw what happened. They didn't even run through the ACC last year. Right. You know what I'm saying? They like struggled, it's hard. they struggled last year. Yeah, bad, bad though. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, well, I'll say bad compared to what they say or what yeah. the, the country proclaims them to be. Like right. on the status of Alabama or on the status of a Georgia. Like you're not well, shit, on on the status of, of what they've been within these last what five years. Like these last five years, they they've been they've been at the they've been up there mentioned at the top, if not at the top. And then for you to fucking fall off, you fall off a complete cliff at the fucking Trevor Lawrence leave. But but even with that though, you know what I mean. I could be by so my life. You know what I'm saying. We play them tough. Come down to last player too, right? Um, and these guys are supposed to be this four. We start getting the four and five stars. You understand? Know what I'm saying? Right, right. So it's so like the ACC catching up with. Them. And it's unfortunate that they have everything. like it's just not the premier school that they put on that. Yeah, like you said, Trevor Lawrence. You got to give big kudos to Deshaun Watson stuff like yep. that. Yep. You have to say like that. But guess what? The best corner in their team he transferred last year. Guess where? He where? Where? Where you go? Carolina. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. It's like, what are we really talking about here, mm-hmm. bro? You're not say you are, and and bro, like, or what you think you are, right? I'm like, like so, Alabama's still up there uh, forever. Alabama's still up there, fucking uh, Georgia, Georgia up there at, for mm-hmm. the time being. Well, I ain't even gonna say for the time being. Georgia, Georgia's been around. It's just the fact that they've all. They in the SEC and they run they they run into Alabama or they run in you know they run into somebody within the conference that knock them off. Right. Uh, like who else? Ohio State. Ohio State's always always mentioned. Like like you, you all get, your big schools. Ohio State. You got to mention Michigan. You know what yep, I'm saying here. Yep. You know stuff like that. Oklahoma's gonna always be in the running. You know what I'm saying? Texas A&M have surged over the years, but I, I think moving to the SEC was okay. Um, and shit, with both Oklahoma and Texas moving to the SEC, he, good luck. Good luck. <laughs> good luck, Nick. <laughs> uh, you know, Texas ain't worried about nothing, man. They got that deal. They got that, uh, that deal that that effort. So. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. As far as the, yeah, as far as the university is concerned, yeah, university ain't worried about shit. But like you said, they they got they got the Longhorn Network. They've had the Longhorn Network. Shit, they had Longhorn Network for like ten years. Yeah, so, so they were the first. They, I think they were the first to do it. So it's like yeah, yeah, because yeah, they they tip they tipped it off for for your SEC networks, your ACC ACC networks, Big Ten network. Like yep. they tipped it off for all of them. It's just the fact that fucking. Texas so goddamn big they can do a just a straight Longhorn network. One hundred percent, bro. It, 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 
unreal. I see why Dallas Cowboys are trying to win it all. The Baltimore fans do the same way for years to years. We got this guy coming in, and he's going to do this. So we mentioned, you know, the the top, you know, the Power Five, Power Five uh, conferences, Dabo, and uh, so, of course, one of those schools in the in the uh, one of the schools in that Power Five is Ohio State. And the reason why I mention that is we trans since we're transitioning to the NFL. Uh, real quick, of course, I uh, want to say RIP to Dwayne Haskins, uh, former Ohio State quarterback, uh, was was uh, the was the backup quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. He passed, He died on April 9th, and he was struck by a uh, he was struck by struck by a dump truck while crossing. Uh, crossing the highway on foot in South Florida. Uh, he was drafted number 15 in 2019 by by then the Redskins, which are now the Washington Commanders. And uh, man, like to, to wake up to that, or not necessarily wake up to it, but like to see that on Saturday, like, like that one, hey, that fucked me up. Cause I was just like, yo, like, like he, because he was, he would have been twenty five. Like he wasn't even twenty five yet. Yeah, he was super young, and I was just like, damn. And and like to hear that he, you know, that he passed by getting hit by a damn dump truck. Which I, I'm not even sure how this came about. Because like they, I, I seen the video of like where he was trying to cross me. I was like, that was a that's a busy, that's like a busy highway. Mm-hmm. But then like for him to get hit, you know, for him to, for him to be even attempting to cross that, you know, brings up questions. And then to know that he ended up getting hit by a damn dump truck, which I'm sure probably nine times out of 10, you, you probably pass away on impact. Uh, but shit, man. Uh, definitely prayers to to his family and, and everybody. Shit, the team, you know, teams. I've seen a ton of posts on Twitter or Twitter about them, and, and just like people who had, you know, that had running that had run-ins with them. But but man, like definitely something shocking that that hit us over the, over the weekend. Hundred percent. I'm just saying, yeah, I'll second it, man. Shout out to Dwayne Haskins, RP to him. Um, you know, prayers up for his family. You know, it's unfortunate that it happened, dog. You never want to hear a story like that. Mm-hmm. Um, regardless of what his sport status was or being back up or not, you know, a life loss um, to, you know, a guy that, that really didn't, he never really saw his full potential. Obviously, he had his chance to. Uh, but, but again, man, uh, prayers out to his family, man. It's, it's, it's really unfortunate, man. It's really sad. Man, especially to to know, at least to know what kind of player he was in college. Cause that motherfucker showed out his senior year. Oh, yeah, he's a dog. Threw for 50, 50 touchdowns? He's a dog. He's a dog. He's a dog. He let it rip. He let it rip. <laughs> 
But uh, of course, of course, with the with the news, uh, uh, ESPN's own Adam Schefter, you know, of course, he always, you know, he's always on the scene when it comes to football, when it comes to the NFL. And so he originally tweeted, uh, he originally tweeted about it when it, uh, you know, after it happened, you know, Dwayne Haskins, a standout house statement, before struggling to catch on with Washington, Pittsburgh, and the NFL died, died this morning, uh, got hit by, you know, got hit by a car in South Florida. Um, of course, he ended up apologizing on, on his podcast, uh, stating, it was insensitive. Uh, it was insensitive. It was a mistake, and I can assure you, it was not my intention. I wish, I wish I could have taken that tweet back. The focus should should have been on Dwayne, who he was as a person, a husband, and a friend, and so much more. I want I want to apologize to Dwayne's family, friends, and the players of the National Football League, and offer my condolences to everybody close to Dwayne. So. Uh, of course you, and, and everybody that, you know, that, that came at him, you know, was, came at him rightfully so, because, because you definitely could have just mentioned that he was the backup for, for Pittsburgh and not necessarily like if people for, for football fans, we, we all know what, what he, what he's been going through in his, in his professional career. So of course to to mention that, I mean now don't get me wrong he he what he said was not inaccurate it just was not the it's not the yeah it it wasn't a play it wasn't a time for it like just pat like only a maybe a couple of hours after you know after him passing and then you you know you tweet you tweet this out. But again, like like you said, it, it was definitely insensitive because somebody just fucking passed away. I don't know what he was thinking, man. I don't, I don't know what he was thinking with that, why he had to put that out there. Bro, it's not about his career, you know, and what he was doing. You know, at the end of the day, once upon a time, he was a player. They probably had him take this week off. It probably would. They probably had him take this because, of course, you know, you haven't heard shit from him all this week. Right. So they probably, ESPN probably had him take the week off and kind of let this shit blow over. He'll probably get on, apologize, you know, apologize uh, on television, like as far as on television and keep it moving. But, uh, but yeah, like, I mean, shit, it's, it's, a fucking lesson learned. It's a lesson learned. Like, like I said, it, now and again, like I said, he didn't say nothing. Like, it wasn't like he was. Yeah. wasn't like he wasn't putting misinformation out there. 
it was just the information that did need to be put out there at that moment. Because right, like, uh, when you think about it, like you're going to end up talking about them here in the long run. So you might as well just go ahead and drop the fact that drop the fact of him struggling in the NFL and just, hey, you know, he, I would, I would more so focus on his college career. Like he made his bones in college. And I mean, and what he did in college got him to the NFL and keep it at that. And if motherfuckers, like if motherfuckers want to see what it, what he did in NFL, let them go look that shit up. In other news in the in the NFL, uh Steve Wilkes and Ray Horton have joined Brian Flores. Uh, in yes, the sir. in the uh, class, class action lawsuit, yes, so sir. so they uh they've been on dummy missions themselves, so to speak. Yes sir. Yes sir. <laughs> and, yes, sir. <laughs> so as much as them the Dolphins and the NFL were trying to say, hey, nah, that wasn't true. Now we got two more. We got two more, two more coaches in the NFL, black coaches. Right. Right, giving us the same, giving us the same thing with different teams. Well, you um, know what? We already know you. I'll let you finish. What was that? No, I was saying we. Uh, what I was saying is we already know what, what's going on with, with this type of thing. You know, you get that bullshit, uh, running rules and all that stuff. And right. Like, no, my is it's not hard to tell. In a 77 to 80 percent, uh, you know, black field league, how many head coaches do you have that are black? Like, like, let's just be honest. What do you think this is? Like, you, you out of all those players and that are quitting the NFL, who do you think can reach you the most? Us, right? Still, we don't have a job, right? What does that tell you? And, and there's guys that are fully capable. Well, at least, or at least, should be a lot of the opportunities so they in their coordinator position. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah, shout out to, to those guys, man. Yeah, yeah man. Taking the and, and like, like with with uh with Steve Steve Wilkes, he's with the Cardinals, and you know they they fire they fire him after one season, and you know they. You know, I think they, I think that season they went like three and thirteen. So that was when they they drafted yeah. Josh, they drafted Josh Allen, and he, you know, at the time, at the time of that draft, he had, you know, he had advised them to take. I mean, excuse me, Dad picked Josh Rosen, Josh and, Rosen. He, and he had advised them to take Josh Allen. Right, and we see, and hey, we see what fucking Josh Allen doing nowadays. Cause he'd have made he'd have made a big I leap. I don't even understand why you need to take a Rosen. Like, are you kidding me, man? Fun fact. He didn't. Go ahead. 
Fun fact. Um, that year, we had Rosen, Darnold, and Allen. Mm-hmm. I told a young boy, I was in the way, I told a young boy out of all those three, Josh Allen would be the best and it would not be close. Right. It would not be close. And look at where we are today. Right. Hell, uh, what you call, uh, uh, Lamar Jackson was in that draft. And we, yes, he he's won, he's won the MVP out that group. Okay. <laughs> so. Okay. And I'm he's like. The, he's the last pick in the first round, right? Yep. And, and with Josh, with Josh Rosen, with Josh Rosen, I didn't see that shit when he was at UCLA. Like he showed flashes, but. It. He showed flashes, but he wasn't. He didn't show that he should have been like in in that top. It, to be honest, he shouldn't have been picked in the first round. Period. Let alone. He was a pick, an internal little machine. Him and Sam Darnold. Okay. <laughs> like a UCLA, a UC, USC quarterback. Trash. And then you got motherfucking. And then you got motherfucking <laughs> Lamar Jackson, who can mm-hmm. who who can throw the ball accurately, mm-hmm. who can mm-hmm. run the ball. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, hey. Although when it comes to speaking of Lamar Jackson, you know he's at he's at his last year of his rookie deal, and I'm like, right. why has this man not gotten an extension yet? What's the hold up? Right, all this, all, all of what he's done for y'all in Baltimore. What are y'all doing? You know what I think it is. I think, I think insurance wise, because he uses his legs so much. Now he, we both know that he can pass it. We both know he's liable to throw four hundred on you, right? Mm-hmm. We know that. But I think the fact that he's a dual threat quarterback, and I think uh, his size, I, I think these guys just don't want to. Uh, Commit to him just yet, considering how much he uses his legs. Right. Because that automatically, with him being a dual threat quarterback, it shortens. Well, history tells us that it shortens. I mean, well, shit. If they fucking give him a, give him a receiver or two out there, shit, he might he might not have to run the ball so goddamn much. Agreed. Agreed. I've been saying Agreed. this shit. I've been saying this shit since he got there. The the closest thing to a, to a number one quarterback that I mean, excuse me, a number one receiver that they've gotten is fucking Steve Smith. Yeah, yeah. Because how uh, goddamn Hollywood Brown? He's not. He's not. He's not a number one. He's a. He's your. He's your go route. He he's your go route uh, receiver, but yeah. but he's not that receiver that that's gonna that's gonna demand like a double team when when you put him. Once you set up, you know, once you set up your offense. Right. So, so yeah, if I'm Lamar, I'm, I, I sit out until these motherfuckers pay me. I agree, man. Um, the body of work speaks for itself. You see what the hell's going on. You see what I, what I bring to the table. You see that I am a game changer. Hey, cut the fucking check. Oh, y'all should have been cut the fucking check. Y'all should have cut the check. My goddamn third year in the... My third year in the league. I actually, I've what? Cause what? He won MVP. What? 
two years ago? Yeah, the second year. Yeah. When I won MVP, y'all should have y'all should have had that check that check ready after the third year. Give let me play th- year number three, and then that that extension should have already been lined up. Back in the rank truck all the way up. All the way up. But yeah, I think like again, I think it's just a it's just a testament of them saying, uh, um, hey, you know, he is a, a, a mobile quarterback, and uh, before they dump all this money into him, they want to see, you know, you, you think about it, you know, Carolina, uh, my beloved Panthers, you know, we dump plenty of money in the cam, and you know, when we dump money in the cam, you know, year in year out, it starts to diminish due to a bad offensive line, but also too coming out of that pocket and getting hit. A lot. Right, right. So, so I think uh, I think that has a lot to do with it. Right. I, I think that has a lot to do with it. And I I, I get that, but still, like, I'm not like saying it's should, right. But they should they should have went ahead. But see, had they acted on it early, then they could have went ahead. They could have been at the point now where they could be sewing up the line and receivers and everything else that they need to. To make sure that that uh, Lamar flourish or continue right. to flourish, I ain't even gonna say that he continued to flourish because that motherfucker he doing his thing in Baltimore. But God, he's please. a bad boy, man. He's no. a bad boy. And another he's a bad boy. Hey, another bad boy, Debo Samuel. Ah, he trying to get paid. He, he he trying to be paid. He trying to be the highest non-quarterback, highest paid non-quarterback in the NFL. So pretty much he trying to he trying to get above uh Tyreek. Right. He trying to get above Ty- Tyreek Hill. What do you think? Shit, pay him. It, that hey, all all that he's done for for right. San Fran. I all that he all that he's done for San Dog. So in 2021 alone, alone, he led the league with 18, 18.2 yards per catch, 77 receptions, 14, 1,400 uh, yards, six touchdowns, and then rushed the ball for, uh, 59 times for 365 yards with another eight touchdowns. And, aver- and average 110 110, 111 yards per game. Mm-hmm. Dog, like, like how how do you not pay that man? You know, I, I don't know, bro. I don't, I don't know. Um, I had this conversation with Reggie, and I told mm-hmm. Reggie that uh, he deserves to get his money. He deserves to be, you know, it, it's, all, it's a plenty it's effect when it comes down to the contract, bro. Right. Um, you see, you see the young man down there in, uh, in Jacksonville now get his money. We saw Chita get his money. Guess what? Now it's time for Debo to yeah. get his. Let me go on to get my money. Unfortunately, he's in a position, and I don't blame him. He's in a position where, hey, you put me up against guys that are getting top tier money. I deserve it. Right. Who deserves it? Reggie doesn't think so, and that's his squad. What? Yeah. Yeah. See, see. Yeah, we got to get Reggie. We got to get Reggie on here to talk about this because that's some bullshit. Yeah. yeah right. And I'm just like, well, that's some he bullshit. Said, he, said, he said, "Well, he just doesn't see the game changer 
in him stat-wise. And I was like, you know, to me, I'm like, Ray Charles can see his voice change again. <laughs> God, <please. laughs> you know what I mean? With, without, like, him, without him, y'all, y'all niggas is not in the playoffs like that. Not even close to the playoffs. Not even close. Not even close with- to the playoffs. And they trying, you know, they trying to bring up injury. You know, injuries is part of the game, but for him to for him to produce the way he did, both lining up on the outside and behind the quarterback, like, come on, dog, you're not gonna, you're not, you're not getting another, you're not getting another receiver who who's willing to get back there in the backfield and, and run in between them tackles. Nobody does what he does like he does. It. No, um, and people don't understand, right? Like you did this, he did this at the University of Carolina, bro. Right. He did it. He did. He did. This isn't new, right? This isn't new. This isn't something that we just. Oh wow, he can run it. Wow, he, like he he did the same thing for the game card, right? So at this point, San Francisco, I mean, they're gonna give him money. They gonna yeah. they have to. Are we? Like, uh, is that what we're really doing? Like, what, what, what's the alternative? Right. I was gonna, yeah. What's your alternative? I don't know. I, I don't see one. I don't. I don't see one. I don't see an alternative. I don't see an alternative on the strength that's going to give you production like that. Because, because now, because now you're going to need two people to replace one. He can blow the lid off over the top. He can blow the lid over the top. You have to count for him every single play. If he goes in the backfield, guess what? Your knees are shaking. Your boots are shaking, right? You're shaking in your boots. What's about to happen? Where's Debo going? You got to know where Debo is at all the time. On top of it, like what? I mean, we had uh, uh, San Francisco had a, another youngest receiver out there. I forgot his name. You know, I don't want to butcher it, but uh, there's no Debo. No, no deep. That, and that's why that's why I said like, if you so let's say let's say San let's say he demands a trade. Let's say San Fran's like, hey, we're not going to pay you your money, and he demands a trade. You're going to have to fill both of those spots. You're going to have to fill the running back spot. You're going to have to fill that wide receiver spot, and it's not going to be the same. I don't think you can do it. Hell no. I don't think you can do it. I love I look, I love Reggie to death, but Reggie, you you wrong, dog. <laughs> you wrong. <laughs> you wrong when it comes to your to your 49ers and, and uh Debo Samuels. Dog, pay that man. Pay that man because you're not gonna you're not gonna get that shit nowhere else. He, he's a, he is he's a honestly I I don't know. I can't really say. That we've seen a player like him that can literally, like, not on no jet ski, not just jet ski. Right. We're talking about literally lining up in the backfield and take a 10 ISO up to A gap and B effective. Right. Who can do that? Like, you're, you know, McCaffrey can run routes. Okay, cool. But you not, you can't, you can't line McCaffrey up wide. On, on the on the best cornerback and no, and be not. like hey and be like hey get open no you cannot no you cannot unlike Debo Debo can line up with with they bet whoever's best corner 
and and run run the route to get open and get that ball. On top of getting in the backfield. Right. And doing whatever it is that you want to do. So I, I don't I don't even know why we have to have this conversation, man. I don't <laughs> <laughs> well, I could give you an explanation for the Jackson. I can't Hey, like I said, San Fran, pay that man. So just to just to finish up about Debo, uh Reggie, <laughs> Reggie, you you are you are wrong when it comes to Debo. Your team need to fucking pay Debo. So so Trey Lance to have that, he'll have that cushion. He'll have he'll have somebody that he know he can go to. And fill the fucking re- fill the rest of the team in, dog. You may not agree with him. My my thing is, I think Reggie don't agree with him being the highest paid as far as as far as San Fran trying to make him the yeah. highest paid, which I still call bullshit because I'm like he's done too much. It's it's a business, man. Uh, you know, guess what? The the guys around you, the players around you, the other teams, right? They set the market. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate that, that, you know, well, I ain't gonna say it's unfortunate. I'll say that, hey, it just so happened that, uh, you know, Kirk got his money, like I said, in Jacksonville. Boy. He got his money down in Miami. Guess what? Man, he got... Out of all people, Kirk, set the, he set the tone. Right. Make that make sense. Dog, Kirk Cousins got his motherfucking money, boy. I I look, I don't no, blame Kirk. I'm not dog, talking, I, I'm not talking about Kirk Cousins. Oh, oh, you talking, talking about, about uh, uh, about Kirk, about uh, 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 Christian, Christian Kirk, yeah, yeah, Christian Kirk. He yep. set the tone for what's going on in a, in a wide receiver. You are world, correct. Man. I'm thinking about Kirk Cousins because I'm like, nigga, Kirk Cousins got his money no, through. Kirk Cousins been robbing. Hey, oh, he been robbing. Bro, that goddamn fr- franchise tag me, dog. Because every time you franchise tag me, that means I'm going to be right up there in them numbers with the with the rest of the top dog. Year in, year out. But, but like I was saying, yeah, um, Christian Kirk, man. Christian Kirk and his deal down there in Jacksonville is set the tone for what these guys are getting paid. So you mean to tell me you, you take a guy like Christian Kirk, right? You take a guy like Christian Kirk, and then you got a guy like Cheetah, you know what I'm saying? Who who is, you know, a household name, bro. You know what I mean? He has 10 people who Christian Kirk is, four of them are gonna know who he is. Right. I mean, I know who he is. You know who he is because obviously you have a sports podcast, and I just right. enjoy sports. But at the end of the day, he's not a household name. He's not even close no, to a household not, name. Not even a little bit. He's not even close. So what are we talking about here? So now we have a we we in a predicament where it's time to get for Debo to get paid. If you're looking at his stats versus. Guys like that, like a guy like Christian fucking Kirk. Who the what? Who is that? <laughs> right. You know, he, he deserves his money. Dog. I'm just saying he deserves his money, dog. Oh yeah. But as we move as we move from uh 
as we move from the motherfucking NFL to uh to the NBA. Hey, it's mm-hmm. playoff time, dog. It's playoff time in, in the NBA. Yes. So uh so last night we had the we had the Nets and the Cavs and uh and we had the T Wolves and the Clippers. So I I peeped I mm-hmm. peeped the beginning of the cap of the Cavs Nets games. I fell asleep because working out and shit had me tired. But then I woke up uh I woke up towards the towards the middle of the fourth quarter and got them the Cavs was down by like eight. So they had brought it back into the game because yeah. when I I think when I dozed off, they was down by like 12, 14, some shit like that. They were down by double digits, put it that way. So they made it a game. They made it a game, but got down Kyrie, got down Ramadan Kyrie. <laughs> Motherfucker Ramadan right. Kyrie went off. Hey, and, uh, and, and held it down. I feel like this, man. Um, you know, I think um, Brooklyn handled their business. They did what they were supposed to do, right? They did exactly what they were supposed to do. Um, mm-hmm. It was a good. It was a good plan. It was a good game plan. Like they, they took care of business. You know, it, it's unfortunate that they even they were even in that position to begin with, but they were uh, the best team won. I did watch um majority of that game. Right. Uh, and then when it came down to Minnesota and the Clippers, you know, that was a dog fight. Um uh, and I feel like the Clippers got punched in the mouth. Oh man. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, I, w- I was gonna I was gonna wait to get on, on the Clippers real quick. Cause I think so with the with the Cavs and Nets, mm-hmm. I think that game would have been different had uh Jared Allen been able to play. Had he had been healthy to play, that game would have been completely different, and I think the Nets probably would have lost that game. Oh. That that's just my th- for them to keep for them to be able to keep that game as close as as close as they were able to without him. I think it would have been I think it would have been slightly different just on because. Their defense would have been a little bit more stout. I noticed that the Cavs gave up. They gave up a lot of points in the paint. Okay. They gave they gave up a lot of points in the paint than what they would normally give up with uh, Jared Allen in the lineup. Yeah, yeah, they definitely, they definitely. Uh, uh, that front court man, you know, the Nets man infiltrated that thing like it was easy. Dog. Dog, uh, damn, what's the guard's name? Uh, damn, I can't think of that motherfucker's name for, right now. For the Nets, for uh, for the Nets, because he no. he got he got off last night. Jones, I think. I think. Hold on, I'm about to pull it up real quick. Cause I'm like that. Is, I was like, yeah. dog, who? I, I didn't want to be like, who is this dude? But I was like, damn, who is this motherfucker to to be getting to the cup? Like, like he kept getting to the basket. He kept getting to the basket. And I was like, yo, who the fuck is this dude? Uh, mm-hmm. 
golly. Internet being slow as hell, boy. Yeah, I, I apologize to to our listeners. We trying to pull up some stats real quick. The weather on my end is fucking nuts. All of us then got nuts. All of a sudden, we under a severe thunderstorm watch. <laughs> uh, last name Brown. I can't Brown. Okay, Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown, oh, yeah, that motherfucker, yeah, yeah, he had 18 points. He had 18 points last night, dog. And a lot of them shits came in the paint. Yeah, and like I said, he infiltrated their front court, man, to the point. And once he got off, uh, point-wise, you know, he, he would get to the, to the to the, you know, the paint. And he was dumping it right off the drum. Yeah. Easy. Mm-hmm. Easy. Easy money. Yeah, and, and that's why I said that's why I, that's why I was like I, I felt like it would have been a little bit different had uh, had Jared Allen been been in the lineup. But I mean, like like you said, the be, like you said, best team won. Uh, I I am definitely looking forward to this Boston this Boston Brooklyn uh, series. That's gonna be that's gonna be a good series. If, if Boston play anywhere the way they've been playing these last couple of months. Boy, boy, boy. Because they have been all in. Yes, they have. Yes, they have. Who you taking? Uh, I, I'm a... Oh, God. Because I'm... So, I'm a fan... I, I'm a fan of... I'm a fan of KD, and I'm a fan of Jason Tatum. Okay, me too. Uh, me too. And, and it's tough. And, and, and I've been sticking with the... I've been sticking with the Celtics on the strength that when KG got traded there and I just kind of never stopped. I never stopped kind of, I never stopped rooting for the Celtics, so to speak. Uh, So I'm a roll, I'm a roll with the Celtics in six. Okay. I'm a roll with the Celtics. Okay. And I know it's going to be, it's going to be a tall task because they lost Robert Williams for the time being. So that's where, so that's where that's where it gets a little iffy. I don't want to say seven. Seven saying Celtics and seven is easy. Yeah. Although saying Celtics and seven means that it could be a toss-up. Like it could be a toss-up between between the teams. So that's where, and that's kind of where I'm at. Okay. But I I'm a I'm gonna say Celtics and six. I, I think they I think they they're able to handle business at home and then fucking steal one on the road somewhere. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm a I'm a I'm a go uh, Brooklyn and seven. Okay. I'll go Brooklyn and seven. Although I hope that series, I, I I although I hope that motherfucker goes seven. God, yeah, I hope I think, that motherfucker goes seven. I think it will. I think uh, you know. Um, from last year, uh, with how uh, you know the, the toe tap or the toe touch of the three point line with KD putting you know uh, Milwaukee away or whatnot, I think you know it's still a bad, leaves a bad taste in his mouth. I think that uh, Kyrie is uh, definitely on on a redemption tour. You know what I mean? I mean, you know the crowd's gonna be rocking. Um, I, I feel like he has some unfinished business up there in Boston. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think those two playlists, you know, arguably, arguably being, you know, uh, one and two in the league, and you know what I mean? To some people, yeah. I think that they get over the hump. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think Curry, the key is Curry. Yes. And the reason why, the reason why I say he, he didn't shoot very well last night. Yeah. Right? He didn't shoot very well last night, but I feel as though uh, Marcus Smart, um, uh, Jalen Brown were also, you know, the, the defensive stoppers, if you will, on uh, on Boston would have their hands full with Kyrie and have his hands full, had their hands full with KD as well. And I think, uh, I think that we will see Curry get a lot of good shots. I'm not mm-hmm. saying he's going to be the highest, the highest scoring. I'm saying he's going to be. He's going to get those looks. Hopefully, he'll be able to make. Yeah, he, he'll get his looks, and then crunch time. Because we all know what's to come, you know, in crunch time. It's one of the right. two or both. When it comes down to Brooklyn Nets, right? They they take they, they both they do a good job of saying, "Hey, I'll take over the front end. You take care of the back end." Right? Yeah. Yeah. But I think in the, in the playoffs, um, Curry's going to get some good looks, man. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, I think what what's going to be the net downfall is what's been their Achilles, Achilles heel all season is defense because they, okay. they've been known to give – I mean, they've been known to give up points all season. Now, the only thing that's going – the only thing that's going to change that is if Ben Simmons <laughs> – Ben Simmons fucks fucks around to come back in the series, you know, comes in during the series. And I don't know, I don't know how much right. good, a, I don't know how good, a, good of shape he's in, but it still makes a difference. Right. Dog, yeah, the, of I, course, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna buy, I'm not gonna buy into um, the whole Ben Simmons ordeal, man. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not gonna buy into it. You know, I just don't believe that this, a guy that who's, who's been sitting for that long will come in and be just that big of a difference maker. I just don't believe it. If anything, I think he he, he may throw off. You know what they've been doing over the past well since he's been traded there, right? There's no type of cohesion. There's no type of rhythm. You know what I mean? We don't know. Like you said, how long it's going to take him to get into game shape? Because I don't give a damn how much you work, you know, game in day or day in day out. It doesn't really matter. It does not compare to in game situation. Yeah. Uh, shit, dog. Of course, the motherfucking game. I went. I can't even. I. Hell, both games can't. Well, actually, no. I take that back. Cause this was the game of the night, motherfucking T Bulls and and Clippers. Ooh. That was a hell of a game, dog. I, I watched the end of that. Ooh. I watched. I watched that. I watched that fourth quarter, and motherfucking. Cause the whole time I was sitting there, cause I I hadn't. Uh, I fucked around and played Call of Duty last night <laughs> instead of watching the game. <laughs> And uh, so when I got done, the game was still on. I was like, fuck it. I got in the bed. I was like, bet. Game's still on. Let me go on and, let me go on and finish this game out. Uh-huh. And I noticed that uh, Cat was out. I was like, and so at first I'm thinking, I'm, I'm thinking like he on the bench taking a breather. And then I seen like this motherfucker had his full, like he had, he, he had his warm up top on. I was like, this nigga done fouled out. So I then. fouled out in the game like 
dog. Bad bad decisions. Like and so I and and so I saw I saw some highlights. I saw some highlights uh as far as like and they showed like all the dumb fouls that he got. And, and a good amount of they were dumb fouls. Like over the back, all yeah. this bullshit. It was just lack lack of discipline. Lack of discipline. Period. Period, man. And um, you know, cat cat is a vital piece of that that, that team, man. Uh but I'll be honest with you, man, the way Anthony Edwards is playing, bro. He is really lights out. He's really surprised me. Right. Uh and, and Reggie, uh, Reggie picked the Clippers, and I told him, I said, dog, I got a feeling that T-Wolves going to take this. And it was just, and I, I said, Patrick Beverly, Patrick Beverly going to play this game. He's he's taking this game personal. I was like, he, he's going to take right. the game personal because he, he played, you know, he played four years at goddamn in L.A. And, and, you know, they let him go or whatever. So, so I'm like, they gave up on. Yeah. And so, of course, you know, he, you know, he take that, you know, he takes slight to that. So he played, he played exactly like that. Talking, and and that's what I do like about Patrick Beverly. Like, he's going to get out there and he's going to, he's going to be a dog. Yeah. Emotion, playful emotion, man. Yeah. He's going to be a dog. And, And actually, that shit, that shit helped Cat play. He, it helped the dog come out of cat o- over the season, cause I'm like, like you got, you got, uh, damn, what's the fucking, what's what's uh Brooks name? Not Brook, but uh, I think he's in the second season now. Uh, Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards. So you got, mm-hmm. so you got Anthony Edwards and Patrick Beverly on the same team. And these motherfuckers are dogs. They ain't, you ain't got no, you know, you look at them like shit. I need to get on their level. And so I felt like that's what that's what Cat did this this season. Like he let that dog come out of him he, with the help of of uh with the help of Patrick Beverly and damn Anthony Edwards. And it's paid off. Mm-hmm. Shit's paid off. They won last night, mm-hmm. so they take the seventh seed, they play Memphis. Which I think is going to be, I think that's going to be a good series. It, it's two young teams for the most part. I I'm interested to see how, I'm interested to see how Patrick Beverly play, how they play John Morant, but they got to play that entire team though. So, so they got a lot more to worry about than just John. Hey, it's, 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 they do, they do, and it's it's going to be interesting. I think. Uh, those two guys going head to head. I mean, I don't know how much we'll see on the actual court of them guarding each other. I highly doubt we'll see much of it. However, um, to see who gets the one up, man, it's going to be an exciting series, man. Really, yeah, man. two up and coming guards, um, you know, two talented, athletic, you know, can really blow the lid off any game at any given time. The both mm-hmm. of them. I'm excited to see it, bro. Dog. But, uh, but, to to the Sea Wolves and the Clippers, man, like like the Sea Anthony, Anthony Edwards, he took over between him and Patrick Beverly. 
Patrick Beverly took off on defensive side. Yeah. Anthony Evans took off on the offensive side. And it was like, like, right. they they couldn't stop the boys. They, they couldn't stop them. That motherfucker Anthony Edwards went down the middle and, and motherfucker yammed that bit. I was like, oh yeah. I said it's over. I was like, it's over. They had made that, they made I mean, they came I had, back. I had no idea he was good Dog, I I mean, you you saw the shit. You saw the shit when he was at Georgia. But then of course, you know right, right, right. you 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 lightweight take it with a grain of salt because because I, I don't know. And maybe I didn't pay attention enough to him while he was at Georgia. But then he comes to goddamn mm-hmm. Minnesota. And, and it, it was like he came with the energy. He came with the energy that KG came with when he was a rook. And it, 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 I, I think he's like, I think. I think Anthony Edwards, he's KG and, and a small forward body as far as like, as far as the way he plays, the energy that he brings, shit like that. I agree. And I mean, it, it, so I far it's working out for him. I I just, I want to see what, what the T-Wolves do moving forward. I mean, granted, you know, they still, you know, they in the playoffs and all that, but I want to go beyond like this year and see what they do going forward to compliment him and him and Cat. Cause I'm like, there's your there's your one two, there's your one two right there. Now can you build the rest of your team around them to win to win the championship? Right. 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 To get off in the West, period. And then, of course, uh, of course, tonight we got the Pelicans and the Spurs, and the Hawks and the Hornets. Actually, the Hawks and Hornets are playing right now. And as we record, as we record, the Hawks are up in the third, seventy-seven to sixty-three. Right. So. I think I picked the Hornets. Yeah, I picked the Hornets over the Hawks. I wanted I wanted to see the Hornets. I wanted to see the Hornets, you know, go forward. But I mean shit. It, even no. even if they lose this game, they still got a shot to right. they still got a shot. So but I would rather well, for them to win tonight. Yeah, I would I would rather for them to win tonight to secure um, and, a spot in the playoffs, man. I, I think uh for me, obviously, you know, we being a North Carolina native, I would like to see the Hornets uh, get up in the playoffs. Um, I think overall, man, I just, I don't know if I believe that Atlanta is a better team than, uh, than Charlotte. I don't I don't believe it. You know, you got Ice Trey, you know, right? And, and I heard Shannon Sharp talk about Ice Trey, and, he, and that was his pick. And, yeah. But LaMelo Ball is different, man. Dog, dog, mellow, mellow ball, man. That motherfucker. That motherfucker, he's man. He's a he, dog. He's, he's a dog. And then, uh, of course, my my favorite on that team, Montrez Harrell. Is he? Is he? Huh? Okay. I he, don't know. My, yeah. So, so I've been dealing with Montrez since he's been here at Louisville. Louisville, yeah, you're right. Yeah, okay. so I've been, I've been you know, rocking he, with him. You know, he, was a, 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's why that's why I was like, I fucked right. with him. Yeah. That's why I said yeah, okay. when I seen when I seen that he was going to, I said it makes sense. I said he gets to go back home. Makes perfect sense. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like the pickup too. I think my but, favorite player on on on, on the Hornets um, is Miles Bridges, man. Whoo! That <laughs> dog, Miles, yeah. but dog, they they have a team. They have a fun team. They have yeah. a fun. They have a fun team. But they also have a team that they also have a team that that's gonna hustle. Yeah. They also got a team that's gonna hustle. Agreed. And so that's I think that's why I like that team. Like they got a team where everybody's gonna do everybody's gonna do that part, win or lose. Like everybody's gonna do their do what they're supposed to. So, right. but yeah, Trez dog, Trez been. Trez been my guy since he's been here at Louisville, man. And, and that's why I was like, bruh. I like him. Oh, we got Reg, the prime minister, over there yeah. looking, looking saucy. Yeah. Hey, Reggie looks <laughs> saucy as fuck right now. A little, little lined up, you know, a little lined up. What's good? What are we talking about, man? We on, uh, we on the playoffs. We on the playoffs. He's talking about your eyes being seen right, right. That's what he's talking about. Look at what right. you think. Y'all talking about what? We talking about the Hornets and uh, the the Hawks. They they currently playing right now. The Hawks okay. up. The Hawks I ain't up, checked but- then. Yeah, I started. Um, I would. I wouldn't have mine going. I heard. Um, the Hornets. Um, the buzz didn't show up, and so they had to walk to the arena. Yeah, because of the I was like, Damn, right Wait, on. what? Yeah, the yeah, buzz so, didn't so. show up. The team buzz didn't show up, so they had to walk to the arena. Get the fuck yeah. out of here. And I'm, uh, I'm like, we, I'm, I was right around the corner from there. That's crazy. Listen, I thought about it. I didn't put two and two together. I said, man, if, if I really would have been paying attention, I would have had my ass down there. Man, like, I right. <laughs> me neither. Me neither. And I, I thought about it on the way up here because uh, when I was driving, I was like, I was wondering why traffic was so bad. I was like, "Fuck the uh, the Hawks and the Hornets play tonight." And this a this a um like a do or die for both of them. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yes, well, well, they still had an yes. opportunity. They still had an opportunity. Yeah. Win or lose, they still had an opportunity. Well, so who, whoever loses, done for good. No, no, no. Whoever whoever yeah, loses, they still got they still got one more game. No, 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 no. Yeah. Whoever wins has a game Friday. They have to play the loser no. of the net. Whoever, they have to play whoever, the Cavs. No, whoever wins no. gets a seven no. seed. Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Whoever Bye wins now. gets the seventh seed. Whoever loses have to play uh, the Cavs for the eighth seed. Right. Not, no, no, yeah, no, 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 no. Brooklyn already got the seventh seed locked up. Right. That's Brooklyn what we're saying. The seed locked up. Right, right, right. Oh, so whoever play wins the- plays the Cavs for the eighth seed. Oh, you are correct. So whoever sir. loses is done. Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. You are correct. Whoever loses Damn. is done. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I was. Dog, I was so off on that. Yeah, that, so that was yesterday. That was yesterday. You yeah, yeah, about. yeah. So um, so so this would do a die for both teams. Uh, so really? this would have been a good game to go to. Okay, real quick, who you got? Uh, who you got between Boston and the Nets? Oh, <sighs> uh, I'm gonna go with Brooklyn. How many games? I did too. Uh, let's. I'm gonna say six. Okay, Dre. Dre says seven. I said Boston. I'm gonna say is six. six. I said Boston is six. Okay. 
Although, right. although, uh, I got, although, I got, I'm, I got Brooklyn six. Although I'm teetering on my shit just because of uh, the Robert Williams shit. That when is he supposed Williams. to be back? Second, uh, second round? If they make the second round? Or yeah, if they make. I think if they make second round. But the only thing that gives me hope is that fucking Brooklyn's defense been so fucking atrocious throughout the whole season that that it might give Brook uh, it might give Boston a good chance. So, yeah, yeah, but uh, oh yeah, Pelican Spurs. Who who you who you got? I know I said I know I said Spurs last week. I got New Orleans. I got New Orleans. God, the and I got them losing to the Clippers. I don't I don't I don't got New Orleans making. I got the Clippers getting the AC. Okay. Yeah, I, uh, I, I was thinking that. If the Spurs, if the Spurs win, I I got the Spurs getting the AC. Don't ask me why. Okay. I I do not know why. It's something about it's something about the Spurs team. Like that mo- dog pop, pop got that goddamn team rolling. Like he got a rolling at the right time too. Right. If, if PG played like he played last night, oh uh, yeah, be a and, long and night that, for the Spurs. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's gonna be a long night for the Spurs. PG played like he played last night. It's gonna be a long night, bro. Mm-hmm. But uh, of course, outside so, the play, I, I got um. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You asked me. I got I got Brooklyn beating the uh, Celtics. Okay. I got Toronto beating. Uh, no, 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 I'm sorry. I got we, we got time. Don't, don't, hold up, hold up. Don't give them all the sauce. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't out? give them all the, hey, yeah, no sorry, need I'm to sorry. give them all the sauce. All we, right. don't, we don't have to get ahead. All right. Okay. No, you, you said you was on the play. I'm sorry. No, we just, just on the playing game. We, okay. look, we got to give them all the oh, sauce this shit. Okay. <laughs> okay. But yeah, uh, oh, hey, I'm not, I'm not gonna hold y'all too long, man. So, real quick, what, did y'all talk about the uh, the Timberwolves and the Clippers yet? Yeah, yeah. Give, give us your thoughts. What were your real thoughts quick. on that? I told you the Timberwolves um, gonna win. The Clippers blew a golden opportunity. Um, <laughs> but but um, I think I think uh, the Timberwolves is a more equipped team. Um, the Clippers gave the Timberwolves exactly what they needed, and that's heart. That's Patrick Bev. Mm-hmm. You can't get heart like like you can you can get scoring, you can get defense from a lot of places, but you can't get heart from everywhere. And no. Pat Bev, he got he got that heart. He got everything like that. The Clippers is missing right now that tenacity. Yep. And I mean, I understand it's a business. Like you can't me and me. I think me and Dre was talking about this the other day. You can't pay everybody. And Patrick Bell was just the odd man out. Because when you start looking at mm-hmm. Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Reggie Jackson, blah, 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 blah. I mean, who, who are you going to give money to? He's the odd man out. Yeah, he's the odd man out. He's the odd man out. He so, made, I mean. He made his motherfucking song in Minnesota. Yeah. But, I, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure they wanted to keep him. But he's the odd man out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just like. You know, Devontae Adams and Brett Hart, Brett, uh, Aaron Rodgers. I said Brett. But, you know, who you going to pay? Which one you got? You got to you got to figure out which one you're going to get the money to. Yeah. You know, so. 
Cheetah, Cheetah, Kelsey, Cheetah, and Patrick Mahomes, all them. Who are you gonna get the money? I told, I told you what I would have done if I was the goddamn Packers. Fuck Aaron Rodgers. I would have got you, nigga. You play too much. Get the fuck out the way. Yeah, but I, I can't rely on. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't rely on uh, uh, Jordan Love Jordan throwing, Love. throwing, throwing to him next year. <laughs> I guess can't do it. <laughs> all right, look, all you know, gotta, um, all I gotta do is survive on Jordan Love for a year until I go find my quarterback. Yeah, but it might not be a Hall of Famer though. Re- receivers, you don't necessarily need a hall a Hall of Fame. You don't necessarily need a Hall of Fame Hall of Fame receiver. But to, it makes well, it, it quarterback. Makes it, easy, it makes it easy on a, on your rookie and second year quarterbacks though, because they got they got that one person that can that they know that can get open. They don't have faith. They don't have faith in, in Jordan Love. No, they don't. I, I no, they no, absolutely not. I know not. where they picked him. Right? But here's another question point. too. You got to look at Green Bay, and you got to like think about it. Like, who's really jumping to come to Green Bay if if Aaron Rodgers what isn't there? Fucking nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody, nobody jumping. Yeah, the, and, and, hold I mean, up, but nobody jumping to, there hey, now with Aaron Rodgers there. I, thank you. That's the point I was about to get at. Ain't nobody trying to come there with him there now. But Man, that nigga been there for a minute. Yeah, nobody's jumping to come there now. But you got somebody. But but the only person that you got there that's worth something can take you to the NFC Championship. Right. So I mean, it's it's just like rolling the dice. Like, am 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 I going? You know, risk all this to rebuild and not get nowhere, or am I just gonna stay content with what I got? And maybe this motherfucker get us over the hump once again because he did it before, or maybe not. Right. You know. Yeah, man. Um. I uh. That that's that's what I think about the uh, the the Timberwolves. Um, the Timberwolves and I know y'all ain't got on it, but I'm gonna say this and then I'll leave. The Timberwolves <laughs> and the Grizzlies is gonna be a great series. Now we got on. We, we touched get on a little that. bit. Yeah, yeah, we we okay, little okay, bit. okay, okay. I, yeah, I do touched. I do want to see uh Pat Bev and uh Ja. I yeah. want to see how that how that pans out. Hold on, um, hold on. Before I you do go. think the. Uh, I was gonna say no. Finish, finish what you got. Mm-hmm. I, I wanna, I wanna get something else oh, yeah, before no, you no. go. I do want, I do want to see, um, I do want to see that Pat, Pat Bev and John Morant matchup. I do, but I think, uh, I think the Grizzlies is gonna win. Um, okay, but I think with uh, what Minnesota got, it can be real interesting. And uh, man, I like, I want to say I don't have faith in the Grizzlies because they're so young, but and I like them players, man, but. Them motherfuckers have just been performing like consistently all year. And had you asked me like a month or two ago about Desmond Bain, Dylan Brooks, uh what's 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 the old boy name from Duke Dre that's there? Uh oh, shit. Uh the, the, um, Jones, Jones, Jones. Um not Ty, Tyus Jones, right? Ty Ty Jones. Uh, yeah. Ty Jones. Trey Jones, Trey Jones, Trey Jones. Tyus is the youngest. Yeah, Trey Jones. And and all them other ones, like I don't like no, no faith in them at all. But the one thing I want to see is how they play when that game slow down. When when that when that game slow down, when they when they get when they gotta play a half court, when they gotta when they gotta set up a half hmm. court. 
and, and they can't push that ball who, like who they the, want to. Who uh, the Grizzlies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm not saying I'm and I'm not saying it's gonna happen against Minnesota. No, 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 you're right. You're right. I'm not saying it's gonna happen right. against Minnesota. I'm just saying, like once they met when they match up with a team that can stop that, that, that can stop the break and make them play half court, I want to see what happens then. Because it matters. It does. It matters. It, oh. matters. it, it matters in all facets of basketball. Period point blank. It matters in all facets of basketball. Right. If you aren't able to a damn way you if you in fucking you know, little league, uh, you know, street ball, whatever, pick up, it does not matter. If at some point you aren't able to run some sort of half court offense, you're in trouble. Oh boy. Yeah. And and how does and and how does how how does Ja look when he got somebody like Pat Bev under his skin? Cause we seen no, we no, seen yeah. like early Jordan with the Pistons. Um he had to get over that hump. Yeah. I mean, Pat Bev plays that like he's he's intense like that. It's true. So it, it's gonna be interesting this th- just to see that that matchup. And then they right. got, I mean, you know, Pat Bev can get in foul trouble, and you can you got uh, De- uh D'Angelo Russell mm-hmm. to put in like the to to guard John Morant, who John Morant, big, you know, uh, D'Angelo Russell shot last. You night. got Anthony Edwards, so you got bodies you can throw at John Morant to slow him down. Yeah. So. Of, of course, of course, I, I didn't want, of course, I, I want to get one more take for you. Uh, of course, we're going to, so Joel, Joel Embiid wins, uh, he wins the scoring title. So congrats to Joel okay. Embiid. But that's not what I want your take on. I want your take on these goddamn sad ass Lakers. <laughs> and I'm going I'm to sound, look, so I'm going to sound like a hater when it comes to these Lakers. And uh-huh. That is not that is not my intent, but to the the Laker fans that I know personally, who came at me, uh-huh. who came at me at the beginning of the season, and then and, and okay. as the season kind of went on, oh, this one's for you, goddamn. <laughs> so, <laughs> so of course we got Laker yeah. drama everywhere. So the Lakers say so. We're gonna give a quick rundown, and then we'll 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 voice our opinion. So. Uh-huh. They fired Frank Vogel, saying that it's time for time for a new voice. Uh, Russ claims that he wasn't sure why Frank Vogel, you know, what his issue was between him and Frank Vogel. Uh, LeBron says uh-huh. LeBron says that the season wasn't a goddamn failure, and that uh, Russ's decisions won't be, you know, won't be his decision. <laughs> Bullshit. Um, the Lakers. So the Lakers. When when it's all said and done, when it's time for free agents and everything, they'll have eight roster spots to fill. Russ is due forty seven million. Who, who got eight roster slots to fill? The Lakers. Do they? Yeah. How many? Everybody how many they got locked in. Russ, LeBron, and AD. <laughs> no, the three I know um, I'm top. Nope, Kendrick Kendrick Nunn just opted in. Okay, I um, I, I think I think okay. Reeves Reeves is on contract. Okay, it was yeah he's on rookie contract. The white boy, um, I finna say, but he on rookie contract. He he ain't getting he ain't yeah. getting paid shit. That ain't going that ain't going uh, that ain't got look that part ain't got shit to affect that damn salary that uh that. But they're still twenty eight over though. They they're still twenty eight oh, over. Dog, they, they are. 
they 28 over on LeBron, AD, and got them rest by themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and Kendrick, right, like, like I said, Kendrick Nunn, um, Malik Monk, Malik Monk might opt in. He would be dumb if he do. Right. He, he earned a little bit of money off, off of what he did this year. But so um I will weigh my man, options Lakers, if I'm like that, that shit is crazy with the Lakers. Um I watched uh LeBron's exit interview. They asked him um <laughs> about Frank Vogel. They asked him about Frank Vogel, and he was like, he had to like he he didn't hear like that's news to me. Um, I didn't hear he was fired, no one told me. Nigga, before I went to bed the night before, right. that shit popped across my screen. Nigga, you knew that a- nigga was Adrian Wozdanowski said, said Frank Vogel, come on, LeBron, stop playing. On, like man. you, you wanted you the biggest man. athlete around. Hey, I'm pretty who sure. You, who you fooling me? As soon as that news came across, <laughs> motherfucker, like, come on now, stop. Who it. you fooling me? Like, or your lying eyes. He had like he ain't like that was news to him. Oh, I don't know what. Like, no, I haven't heard. No one told me that. Um, shut up. Yeah, it's like, come on, man. Um, uh, I don't know. That that shit is a mess, man. They, um, look, the fact that that motherfucker said that I'm, this I'm season wasn't, fa- wasn't a failure. I, huh, LeBron, shut it's a big up. failure. A huge it's a big failure. failure. I'm, a, I'm a non-believer in Frank. I'm a non-believer in Frank Vogel. But um, I don't think Frank it's his Vogel fault, though. Indiana. No, it's not his fault, but Frank Vogel coached Indiana for multiple years, and they didn't go nowhere. All of a sudden, he win a championship in L.A. in the bubble, and they're calling him great. They're calling him one of the best head coaches around right now. Like, I, I don't get it, but... <laughs> It, that's beyond me. Like he, like I don't. <laughs> one year, I mean, okay. Um, I don't know where the Lakers go. What they do from here, um, I I can't blame everything on Russ. I'm a non-believer in AD, uh, <laughs> and I just think it is. They got they got a long way to go. They got a lot of rebuilding to do. Oh boy, head coaching. Um, the big, the big question is, is that a desi- desirable head coaching job? I think because of the name it is, but honestly, um, if they get a black head coach that's like unproven, of course he's going to take out probably a lot of other coaches too because the, the pros, I guess the pros cannot weigh the cons, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, <laughs> I guess you got to take that chance to make a name. But I think I don't – they're a playoff team next year with the same roster, healthy, right. if they're healthy. But I don't see them winning a championship. Right. I think the NBA is so balanced right now. It's crazy. Like, we had Golden State running running the league. Golden State was running the West for, what, five, six years? Yep. Cleveland was running it for about for, for the same time period. We've we seen our NBA Finals for about five years straight, Cleveland and Golden State, Cleveland and Golden State. Now we can't even pick a, a NBA Finals team besides Phoenix, right? And, and I who y'all mean, got from the East? It's theirs to lose. Uh, yeah, it's there. Yeah, see, but Milwaukee. Yeah, see, you, like you said that shit with hesitation, <laughs> but you come right out on Phoenix. I mean, they've been head and shoulders uh, above the West. That, I mean, that's that's the only reason right. why you it, would pick. That's the only reason why you would pick Phoenix. Mm-hmm, exactly. I mean, exactly. but it, that shit's not even a fucking guarantee. Mm. 
I, to me, to me, it, for I, Phoenix, I, I, yeah. Mm. I think Phoenix. I think Phoenix is a lot. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I was just thinking about it when you said it, and I, I don't know who I can see knocking them off. I, I could see somebody taking them to maybe six, and that might be. Ugh. No, I don't even know if Memphis could take them to six. Well, shit. Maybe. Ah. Uh, just the way they're playing. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. Um, right. I mean, the West is theirs. To, the, the West is theirs to lose. Put it that way. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's only it. I can only say that it would be on Phoenix if they didn't. If they didn't make it out the West. All right. Let um, let me. I'm, I'm gonna ask y'all this question before I get off. Before I leave, who's y'all scariest team in the? East and the West, outside of maybe whatever lock you have. So you have a lock for the East, you have a lock for the West. Who's your scariest team outside of your lock? For me, um, Brooklyn is the scariest team. Okay. And Memphis is the scariest team in the West. Okay. All right. What about you, Smurf? Boston is my scariest team in the East. So who's your lock for the East then, if Boston is scariest? Uh, Milwaukee. Milwaukee. I go. I go Milwaukee. Okay. And Boston, your scariest team. Okay. And then in the West, I'm I'm with I'm with Dre. I'm with Dre with uh, Memphis being the scariest team. Okay. Yeah. I go. Uh, my scariest team for the West, man. That's tough. Probably, probably Memphis, because uh, Memphis don't got nothing to lose. But I think they they about a year or two away still. Um, they playing with house money this year. Yeah, that, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They don't got nothing to lose. Um, and I do got to I got to toss up. I, I'm more inclined to say Brooklyn over Boston because oh man, when you got with. If you can get KD cooking for three, four games, or get get Kyrie cooking for three games, four games, I don't know who can beat them, man. I mean, their defense may be sorry, but if I can get if I can get two good games out of KD and two good games out of Kyrie, that's that's a four game series right there. I mean, I I get it, but like you said, that it, it I, the defense just so goddamn suspect. Yeah, it, it don't. You can it only because you can only because like last night, like. KD made some big ass plays defense on on the defensive mm-hmm. end, but yeah. how long can you de- how long can you depend on that though? True, that's what I'm saying. So I mean, if he so if he have a bad game, and you get a, a good game or two from Kyrie, that's still four games. But again, you know, and, and, like and, and, and like I said, it, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a pick your poison type deal when it comes to Brooklyn. Yeah. Cause are you gonna rely? Yeah. Um, are you gonna rely on these motherfuckers to play defense? Or are you just gonna outscore everybody? And at the point, from what it looked like, from what it looks like right now, they're just gonna have to outscore everybody, like every oh game. God, Atlanta whooping on the Hornets' ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Atlanta, Atlanta whooping on the Hornets' ass. All right, fellas. Hey, hey, man. I appreciate it, y'all. Man, y'all hey, have a good show, man. I just want to tap in real quick, man. Yeah, man. Hey. 
I'll get with y'all later. Love. Love, bro. Love, man. Enjoy your trip, though. All right. And that was read to Prime Minister, Prime Minister, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, as we, it, your take on the Lakers, real quick, uh, uh, Dre. We, I know me and Reg hogged it up a little bit. No, it's fine. Um, they are exactly what they're supposed to be. That a very good. Um, you know, they have a bunch of food gold, in my opinion. I mean, Russ mm-hmm. already submitted his. You know his his Hall of Fame, you know his legacy or whatnot. You know AD yeah. is still on the fence. Um, I think he's very overrated. Uh, I, I've never really truly believed in what people say he is. And you have LeBron, and you say LeBron mm-hmm. arguably the best player on the planet. However, he is at a, at a, in a predicament now where there's no way in fuck that he is going to be able to win the West by himself, let alone get his team to playoffs. And we see that this year. Um, right. You know they have a bunch of fill-in players. So what do you expect to happen? Dog. That's my take on it. Yeah, and, and I don't see so LeBron's going into his 20th season. And these motherfuckers yeah. are going to be rely they're gonna rely on him to continue to play the way he's been playing over these few years. 30 point score. Dog. If I'm LeBron, I'm like, y'all, y'all motherfuckers better catch my AD. You better, you better get your shit in order. You better go get with Steph and figure out how to get your goddamn ankles together. Shit. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Dog. Like that team. And, and that's why I'm like, I don't see how, I don't see how this team is going to try and rely on AD. I'm looking, so I'm looking at, so I'm looking after LeBron is done. Whether he retires right. as a Laker or whatever. Like once LeBron right. leaves and you're left with AD, this is the guy that you choose to to lead your team. And we see what he did when he was in goddamn when he was in in New Orleans, Whoa. and they had they had a decent squad then. They had a squad. They made it to the playoffs, but never out the first round. And I don't see, right. and I see the same shit happening if he stayed with the Lakers. I agree. I mean, it is what it I is. Agree. Like if that's if that's the guy I that agree. you're gonna, if that's the guy that you're gonna make the 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 superstar of your team. Nah, AD ain't right. it. First of all, AD get you some goddamn, get you some mids, some high tops, some ankle braces. Let let's start there before before we go anywhere else. Let's let's get there. Deadlifts, squats, goddamn lunges. Get get your shit together, lower lower body wise, my guy. <laughs> he's just not it, man. He's just not who they say he is, man. He's not, bro. He's not. Uh, um, as we as we transition from the from the NBA, real quick, I want to touch on the WNBA. Um. Of course, this is with Brittany Griner. She's still in, still in Russia. Mm. Still in Russia. But uh, Lisa Leslie, she was on uh, I Am Athlete. And, you know, yeah. they, asked, they asked about, you know, what was her thoughts when it came to uh, Brittany Griner. And, you know, she, 
she was she said pretty much uh that WN the WNBA told was told pretty much not to make statements about Brittany Griner. But what we were told, and again, this is all this right. is all uh you know hearsay. Uh but we were told not to make a big fuss about it, uh, so that they could they could not you you know pretty much they didn't want they didn't want to they didn't want Russia to use her as a pawn within this whole war within the whole uh, war situation between uh, them and Ukraine. Um, so to make right. it like so to make it like it's not important or to make it to where where we're not like free Britney and start start a campaign they they pretty much wanted to keep them on the on the hush so to speak um i think it's i think it's fucked up on the strength that uh that you you try and keep you try you keep a whole league quiet for someone who's a part of your league like a major, a major, uh, a major face in your league, and you want the rest of the league to keep quiet. And not, I mean, I understand what they're saying, but I don't agree with it. And my thing is between them and hell, even the president. Like, what the fuck are y'all doing? I said this is the last time. Like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Uh, when it comes to trying to get Britney out, you know, out of Russia, right? Like the shit that it, to me, the shit doesn't make it, any sense it at all. Like yeah, it, it seemed like much, man. Um, you know, obviously you can tell they're trying to sweep this thing up under the rug, and it's mm-hmm. not cool. Uh, and it just, it just this some you dog. This some you can't sweep up under the rug. No, you cannot. No, you cannot, but yet still, we are trying to do it. And it's unfortunate, right. man. It's unfortunate for America. It's unfortunate for, for women's sports, man. It's inhumane, period, point blank. Uh, for her to still be there and for her to not get, you know, uh, the airtime that she deserves. You know, she is uh, an American that is over there that's being held, held captive. Will in a jail, what are we doing to get her home? Point blank. Right. Because I can assure you, if it was an NBA player, things would be different. Yeah, man. Uh, prayerfully, prayerfully, I, I, I hope something resolves soon. I, I'm, shit, I can only imagine like what's going through her mind. Uh, of course, I think mm-hmm. like the the representative that they have out there for her like i think i think they get to see her like two times a week and they Mm -hmm. like they say everything's good you know she's able to receive uh mail and everything out there but i'm like why like like what the fuck why is she still in there it's is always going to be the question like why is she still there so i mean uh of course, prayers for for Brittany Griner as she deals with that. Uh, prayerfully, there's a resolution for her to get out of there. Like right. I, I'm sure she's fucking sick of it. Hell, to to the people who pay attention, 
I know they're sick of it. We're sick of it as we talk about it. Like, like it's just rough. It, it's tough to hear about. It, it's tough to hear about. And, and like you feel between the league and the people who want to help her, like everybody kind of feels helpless mm. because they Agreed. they don't want they don't want to make the wrong moves and trigger some other shit off the way Russia's going, the way fucking Vladimir Putin's going off with Ukraine, who, you know, who's to say he won't do some other dumb shit moving forward? No, you're right, man. Uh, right. We need to turn on is that we need to get her the fuck up out of there, dog. Dog. <laughs> I'm going to say, you know, that that's a whole other podcast if we want to talk about goddamn between Russia and Ukraine and like I got a cousin who got sent out there right. uh, I got a cousin who just got sent out there so that's why I'm like bruh like I'm that motherfucker hit us with that news I was like bruh like seriously like they got y'all going out there uh-huh. so oh yeah, so yeah. And, and my cousin he's a, he's a marine so I'm just like man but uh I mean uh, again, uh-huh. I I just hope everything just kind of resolves itself. She gets back safe, and and of course, again, another podcast for another time. As far as when it comes to our our uh, military brothers and sisters that that continue to that continue to serve and uh, and be in these ridiculous ass wars, um, uh-huh. of course, this is the time where. I know we had the NBA MVP. Who who's your MVP right now? Or who's your MVP for for the season? Embiid. For the MV for the NBA. You said Embiid. Yeah, it should be Embiid. I got Joker, man. I got I got Joker. I got Joker. Like okay. that mother. I mean, and and it's they're one A. It's, it's, to me, it's one A, one B. It's one. So I won't be mad. So I won't be mad who who wins it. To be honest, like like it's gonna be because to be honest, it's gonna be dope to see a center win this shit since, since Shaq. Shaq's the last right. center to win this shit. So well, no, I'm sorry. And, Joker's the last center to win it, but between the two, you know, you know, like you, you don't normally a guard wins. You know, normally it's a guard that wins right. the fucking MVP. So to see these big men and the both of them versatile as hell, like they can post right. you up, they can shoot outside, like they they can pass the ball, like they can do everything that you need them to do. But uh. Right. It's dog. So I wanted to do the shit. Unfortunately, Reggie had to, you know, Reggie had to get off and enjoy enjoy his uh his weekend. Uh, have you ever have you ever have you ever quit quit a sport? No. No. I've never Damn. quit a sport. Damn. I've been to say I've. <laughs> I was about to, fuck it. I'm gonna give you my my why I quit sport, why I quit uh football story. 
<laughs> well, I, I'm gonna give you why I quit playing uh tackle football. And, okay. and part part of it was was my grandmother, but <laughs> one of the reasons why why I really why I stopped playing football. Uh so growing up, uh growing up, this is when I moved to Alabama. I moved back home to Alabama, whatever. So me, I'm I'm a I'm a hooper. I, I love playing I love playing basketball. I fucking get okay. to Alabama. We playing football and shit. You know, football season kick in. We play football or whatever. So they have a, you know, they have a little league. So they have you know, so we got Tiny Mites, Juniors, and uh no, Tiny Mites, Midgets, and Juniors. So that was the uh yeah. so of course me being older. My size, I could play with the fucking midgets, but my age, I gotta play with the fucking juniors. So here's what made me fucking what pretty much made me quit football after the season was over. We're at practice. We're at practice. My next door neighbor is on he's on defense, and I'm on mm-hmm. offense. Mind you, again, uh-huh. I'm the shortest motherfucker on this on this squad. So I'm on offense. I'm actually in the backfield. And something happened. So I remember something happened. And there was a, a fumble hap, a fumble, a fumble happened. And so we're playing. So where we practiced at was on a baseball field. So so the ball, we're near, we're near the gate. We're near the gate in the outfield. Fumble happens. I see the shit. I pick the shit up. Tell me why my motherfucking next door neighbor unloaded on my ass straight into that goddamn gate, bruh. I looked at this nigga like, nigga, don't you ever fucking drop me. <laughs> Dog, I look at all you oh shit. All the goddamn coaches, like everybody come running. I get up, you know, I get up or whatever. Because of course, when we at home, we, when we at home, we play, you know, we play tackle football without the pads. So I get up, I pop up, I'm fine. But I look at this motherfucker like, my nigga, nigga, we, we neighbors. And that Mm -hmm. motherfucker, dog, that nigga. (laughs) After I finished that season, but boy, after that season, I handled them niggas my goddamn helmet and my shoulder pads and that jersey. Y'all can have this shit, boy. I'm going back to the court. Meet me at the court. I'll give y'all motherfucking work on the court. Fuck this football field. Yeah, no, I've I've never quit a sport, man. Bro. I just, and and, and like I said, on top of that, like, as I got older, like, my grandma played a she played a big role into it because you know everybody's like, oh, we don't want you to get hurt. And I was like, mm. I'm looking at them like I get hurt on the goddamn basketball on the basketball court quicker than I will on this goddamn football field. Yeah, if you're not careful, you're right. Hey, because so fast forward during that same that same year, I think I was a sophomore, sophomore in high school. We are playing, we're playing a team. And uh, shot goes up. We box out, and the defender, 
uh, the dude on the other team pushed my center into me, and this motherfucker elbows me in the mouth and shift one of my teeth. So oh, that goes to say, that's why I was like, I can get fucked up at any given point on the court just as quick as I can on that football field. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But yeah, that, that's my that's my why I quit sports story, man. Why I quit football. Now, once I got in the military and played flag football, couldn't be stopped. Couldn't be stopped. And then, of, of course, uh, of course, before we end this podcast, I want to give my Black History uh, athlete real quick. My Black History athlete since the Masters has passed. Shout out to Tiger Woods. Shout out to the uh, Masters winner. I forget his name off the top of my head. I'm sorry. Um, of course, with Tiger Woods, we always tune in when, when, whenever he plays. And, of course, to see him uh, compete, uh, uh, you know, to see him compete in the Masters this year was, was always dope. It always brings everybody uh, collectively to, to watch. And so my Black History athlete for tonight, for, for this episode, is Charlie Sifford. He was the first black golfer in, in, in the PGA and was referred to as the Jackie Robinson of golf. Uh, of course, most for most of his career, he was confined to uh, playing all black in, in all black golf tournaments. And then, uh, but upon the invitation of, uh, of the boxer, Joe Lewis, he was sought to, uh, he sought to enter in the uh, PGA uh, sponsored Phoenix Open in 1952. Uh, after doing so, you know, he continued to perfect his craft, perfect his craft, and then in 1961, he, en- he entered the PGA Tour, which hence be- beca- became the uh, first black golfer to do so. Um, he, play- he played in 422 tournaments, uh, had 50 top 10 finishes and 22 professional careers. So uh, a tip of the cap to uh, Charlie Sifford uh, for being the first, the first black golfer in PGA. I love it, man. You put me up on game because I didn't even know that. I don't even know. Oh, I didn't know that either. Hey, I I, re- hey, I, do my, I did my research. I was like, oh, word? And, and, and of course, with me watching the Masters, that's what kind of tipped it off. I was like, okay, let me let me find something from the golf aspect. Let me find something from the golf aspect and and uh, and, and, and get and get that off that way. Yeah. And so, uh-huh. as we as we end this episode, waiting for, there we go. There we go. International players to, to end this episode, dog. Dre, I appreciate you for, for pulling up and, and filling in for Reggie. Nah, uh, uh, again, you're mm-hmm. always you're always more than welcome to, to come on come on here and give us your sports takes as always. Yes, because you're a fellow Aries uh, and dog, it's Aries talking sports. <laughs> Uh, go ahead and go ahead and plug yourself, dog. 
Go ahead and plug yourself real quick so we can so we can end this out. Well, as I said in the beginning, man, uh, I'm Dre, uh, one half of Unapologetic Podcast, which I want run with Reg. Uh, you know, you can, we post every Saturday um, at 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, tap in, man, uh, Unapologetic Pod on IG. You can tap into my personal uh, NSC underscore Nomads. Uh, other than that, man, you know, Smurf, as always, dog, it's always a pleasure talking to you, man. I appreciate you having me on here, yes, dog. Uh, I've had fun. Um, talking, talking sports, man. We get a lot of flack over over at Unapologetic for um, for for talking about sports for so long. So anytime that I can, man, that, bump I can that. Hours, <laughs> bump that. Hey, that's y'all platform. Uh, y'all do what y'all want. Exactly. And we do it, and we do it anyway. You know right. But, hey, uh, it, it's called Unapologetic for a reason. Right. Uh, but yeah, besides that, man. Um, you know, shout out to to uh, the Aries Talking Sports Pod, man. You know, I, I had again, I had yes, a lot sir. of fun, man. You guys keep on doing what y'all do. Uh, yes, y'all putting out a lot of good content. You know what I'm saying? Other than that, bro, that's all I got. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you, dog. Uh, again, shout out to Reg, the Prime Minister. Celebrate, yeah. celebrate your time, man. Celebrate your time. I know you didn't do much on on our national holiday, but uh, right. uh, of course, enjoy this weekend. Relax. I know I'm still gonna put you to work to edit it to edit this episode. <laughs> I'm gonna do I'm gonna do a little bit of work. I'm gonna chop this up and put it together. But I'm gonna I'm gonna let you do the rest. Um, but again, enjoy your time, dog. Much much uh, definitely much needed. Cause I know how I know how he is when he comes to these podcasts. He just dropped. Look, he just dropped our episode that that me, him, and uh, Red did a couple of nights ago. So, right, and we did one, and, and we actually recorded on Monday. Yeah, so so yeah. so yeah, he's he's always he's always on the move when it comes to his podcast. So, uh, greatly appreciate you, dog. Much love as always. Um, of course, hit us up, Aries Soccer Sports on Instagram. Uh, hit me up if you want to ghost underscore St. Patrick 82 ST Patrick 82 um, of course I do photography so you can you can check out my page I will be updating that I will be updating that uh, hopefully soon just not this weekend because I'm going out of town <laughs> look I'm going out of town and relax my goddamn self again uh, but right. my, my photography page W-O-Wiley W-I-L-E-Y 82 underscore photography uh, hit me up there. Of course, if you need photography, hit me up. I will pull up on you. Um, of course, to all of our listeners, thank you, thank you, thank you for pulling up and, and rocking with us as always. Uh, like, share, subscribe, comment, do all of that. We would love to hear from you. I will continue to, I know I'm behind a couple of episodes on the Instagram page, but I'll get that updated. Um, again, we thank everybody for coming out and pulling up and rocking with us. Until next week, we'll holla at y'all. Peace. Thank you.